our teen sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning, everybody. Here we go. We are going to start off with the SB360, and then we got a big surprise for you. Um, Dr. D, you want to start? All right. I will uh, get us rolling here. Our first uh, story has to do with a strong defense. Power Santa Barbara Royals hockey. I did not know we had a hockey. Uh, to a pair of wins, Santa Barbara Royals ice hockey team won both games of their doubleheader on Saturday, taking, taking down El Sueño, the Strikers, and the Ventura County Poseidon. Uh, with the two wins, the Royals clinch a third-place victory on the season. What have you got? Nice. Okay, so sadly, Santa Barbara High School lose to Ventura, 53-33. Buena spanks San Marcos High School, 81-31. DP wins, 61-15. Sierra Jewell with 14 rebounds. Great job there. Uh, San Ynez, uh, they topped Atascadero, and that still keeps them unbeaten in league play. Um, nice job, ladies. Absolutely. For the boys' basketball roundup, Dos Pueblos earns a senior night win over Pacifica, uh, and they celebrate senior night with a 68-53 league victory over Pacifica on Saturday. And Nice. The last thing that I got is, and sadly, we had our Westmont Warriors. You know, I'm in Alamo Westmont. Now they're 6-12. They lost to... Um, Pacific 5848 um sadly they did they did have a 12 0 run in the fourth uh but then they ran out of gas so I'm going to have to start going to the games. That's what we That's what the Warriors need. They need me. All right. Well, uh, that uh, kind of wraps it up for us here uh, as far as the uh, the sports. You had something you wanted to chat with me about. Well, first of all, good great job. Okay? Laser Media, so excited being part of this grand family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we had move buildings. You had a crazy chaotic oh. week last week. It was. Uh, I don't know how you did what you did, but what I was thinking about, let's do this. Let's do an homage to the last 14 years since we're starting fresh. Okay? Yeah. And starting fresh with, remember Tommy Eichen and Josie McCoy when we first got started with Sal Rodriguez? Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to give love to everybody and all the people and businesses out there. So enjoy, enjoy this segment. We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Michael Wiles, known as Doc, he brought a couple of guests in today, so I'm going to shoot it over to you. Hi, and I I brought in Madeline Meyer, who went to Providence Hall. Woo! Madeline Meyer went to Providence Hall. 
and she was on the rock climbing team there. She's trying to find a sport. Hi. Nice. She just released a CD, a Christmas CD. And she's at the USC School of Music. Nice. And uh, I think you should ask her to sing. Oh, gosh. Right. Well, you know, some, I always like closing that out, but I got to know a little bit about you first because you're, you're like cutie patootie. <laughs> Thank you. are blowing up the whole room. You're so smiley. All right. USC. Why USC? Not that that's not an amazing school, but because um, you wanted to follow your Yeah, because music. they have a great pop music program. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, so it doesn't have a pop, so it's pop music. music the, no? mu- the kind of music you mostly do? Yeah, like contemporary, um, kind of with some jazz influence. But so, like, what artists do you like? Which um, I love Adele. I love okay. um, Etta James, like Ella Fitzgerald, uh-huh. some like oldies. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I like you too. <laughs> <laughs> so how long did you see? Came out of the womb and you went la 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 yeah. la, just like Pretty that. Much, That's yeah. just, just like yeah, that. I started singing. Your mom knew, just knew. Uh, right? yeah, kind of. Yeah. I started singing in choir. When I was four, basically my mom just knew I needed to be on stage somehow, Aww. and so choir worked. Um, and yeah, I stuck with music. So after you get your degree in, I'm guessing music, or mm-hmm. was it? Do they they have yeah. voice to get my no, BM? No? It's a popular music performance degree. Really? So you go what on Broadway after that, or? Um, no, it's just like I mean, you could you could use it for anything, but um, just like vocal performance in general. Do you have like a dream of what you want to do, or? Um. I don't know. I have a lot of like little dreams, but nothing. No, I don't want to copy anyone's career. Oh, there you go. How uh, were you when you did your first performance? You were in, in the Mikado. Oh, yeah. Uh, man. <laughs> um, I don't know how old I was when I did my first performance, but I start remembering performances from when I was like in fourth grade, which yeah, was probably awesome. when I did the Mikado. <laughs> how can you sing in front of a lot of people? I mean, I have, I'm shy sometimes when I have to sing and... I can't sing in front of my roommate, so it's like kind of impossible for me. How can you do it? Honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> I just love singing. Like for me, talking in front of people is terrifying. So the fact that you're doing this is awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just it's just like what comes naturally. She used to, to be me. able to catch Madeline busking over in Paseo, State Nuevo, Street. Yeah, State Street. <laughs> I still do that. Probably gonna really? go today. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you also play an instrument? Yeah, I play ukulele. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. cool. A little red ukulele. When did you start your instrument? Um, well, I play piano as well. I've played piano for a couple years, uh, probably like three years, and then I've played ukulele for probably a year. Is your family musical? Where are you getting all this talent from? Um, <laughs> my family is not really that musical. I just kind of it skips am. a generation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My both of my grandmas did sing, but just yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, what are your aspirations after college? Um, I don't know, just, I guess, to be able to perform anywhere I can and just, like, have people hear, hopefully, good music. All right, Michael keeps on, you know, this machine here, keeps on knocking, you gotta hear it, you gotta hear it. All right, all right, let me hear something. What do you want to sing? You gotta, you gotta do something. Oh, what do you what want do you me feel? to sing? Christmas, I don't know. Christmas is over. Forget, forget the Christmas. Yeah. Ah, forget we, Christmas. no, it's in 2016. Little Adele. You like Adele? Okay. okay. N- Nikki, I like everybody knows Adele. All right. You've been on my mind. I hang on every word you say. Lose myself in time. Just thinking of your face, God only knows how it's taken me so long to let my doubts go.
You're the only one that I want. Put it out there. That's awesome. Unbelievable. We have another guest. Anna, you brought a guest. Yeah, Way to be Anna from Italy. I yeah. love my exchange students. She's my roommate. She's from Germany. And she's in the cross-country team at DP. I mean, she was because now there's no cross-country team anymore. Now she's in track and field at school. Yeah. And yeah. Hey, I'm Polly. I'm an exchange student from Germany, and yeah, I'm in the cross country. Wie geht es Ihnen? Okay, that's it. Don't, uh, that's Did Laura that's teach it. you this? Did Laura teach you this? <laughs> no, no, no. Her, her mom was German. That's cool. So you ran cross country. You're a cross country star, but you, and you're, and you're participating now in track and field, but yeah. you really want to do something else. No, like... I'm here for like trying something new and I really like running. I do it in my free time and I just did cross country just like for fun meeting new people. And So that yeah. lacrosse rumor I heard about you. Oh yeah, not, I, I want true. to try out for lacrosse. Okay, which one of your parents is American? Uh, none. Really? Because yeah. your English is really good. Oh my God, There is like no... German draw on their oh my God, Thank you. Yeah, because I mean, I was raised with Thanks. a German mom. I mean, I mean, not that you're not you're no, no, no. I'm not, just saying yours is good too. But doesn't she have great English? She has not that bad. I would never even good. know you were an exchange. Oh student. my God, thank you. You look even look more American. Oh my God, that's awesome. Yeah, I love that's America. right. I like the perfect couple because Anna compensates for her lack of accent. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. You're always so nice. <laughs> you. Sisters, it's all good. Oh, no, it's awesome. That's really cool. So are you going to stay um, and go to college here? Um, well, I'm a sophomore, so I'm not thinking that far yet. But like, I don't know. I extended my stay here for June. I was supposed to stay till January, but I wanted to stay longer. So I'm just, yeah, I will see what comes. Yeah, nice. She can't leave without me, so she wants to stay here. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. That is fantastic. So what is the biggest difference that you can say real quick? We've got like a minute left. What's the biggest difference that you can share between like a, a German experience with your friends and, and an American experience? Well, basically, it's like the school is very different. The school system is completely different. But I like America more because the people are more open and everyone has fun. And I don't know, I really love it here. And I'm so glad to share this experience with my friends. And yeah, it's great here. I don't want to go back home. <laughs> the relationship with the teachers in Europe versus here, what are the, yeah, what's the difference? It's there? like, I feel like the teachers here are nicer. They're... In Germany, we're often under a lot of pressure because teachers like really want you to study hard. They do little exams without telling you, and it's like really hard. So I like yeah. school here more. more. <laughs> well, we want you to come back. How about that? Put I your will. Hands <laughs> We love this. Hey, we've got a minute, but I wanted to get, go. I just want to give a quick shout out in German to your parents. Yeah. Hi, Mama. Hi, Papa. Ich liebe euch. Und ich hoffe, ihr hört das irgendwann mal. Und yeah, I just told to my parents. I know. I know what you said. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Hey, let's close out with a little uh, jazz. How about that? Santa Barbara, we love you. Thank you for all your support. Let's close out. Madeline Meyer. Look at me. I'm as helpless as a kitten up a tree. I feel like I'm clinging to a cloud I can't understand. I get misty just holding your hand. Woo! <laughs> you killed it! All you cowboys get
and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday. 9 a.m. Anthony. Hot conversation. I, we did, we did, I know we did a lot during break, right? Okay, so we have a, we have, Anthony just told me he has to leave. Okay, so let me go. Okay, so here we are. Dominique just passed it over to me. Here we have our, our donation, Teen Sports Radio. Yay, put our Woo! hands together, Teen Sports Radio. Um, here we have a, a $500 donation here from us to you. Happy birthday to the wall. <laughs> Is it the wall? Oh, no, we, that's not the wall, actually, right? The wall's done, right? The wall got built. Yay, to the wall. <laughs> the wall was built. It, it got painted. It's already been built. But, it, we did the wall. We I did knew, the wall. I knew that wall's it's gonna beautiful. get It's beautiful. Be specific. What wall are you talking about? Right. So, so first and foremost, okay. I want to say thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much for the donation for the um, wall, which is a wall that was actually very, very unattractive uh, to look at at the Galita Valley Community Center. No. Yeah. We would not build an unattractive wall. Well, that wall's been up for years oh. and years and years. So. Oh. Um, thanks to uh, it is now beautiful. It's a beautiful it's a, wall. it's a beautiful beautiful wall. We just finished the actual the mural. It's a two hundred and thirty foot um uh, mural mile mural. Oh mural. Yeah, and um, it was uh, brought together by ideas about you know they're at the community center. It was just something that we couldn't stand looking at. Ouch. And a lot of people came together. We had a, a local artist by the name of Barbara Eberhardt. Barbara, we love Woo. you. Barbara, she did an awesome you. job, and uh, she taught a lot of the teens, which mm -hmm. were from uh, the local schools, uh, that volunteered their time, and obviously us at the GVCC, our staff. Um, we put a lot in, into this, and it's the very first mural for the city of Goleta nice. that has been put together by the community. And for us, it's going to be don't. We wanted to do this for the community so they have something to look at. So the, the wall is amazing. And what we put on the wall was things that actually represent the city of Goleta, mm -hmm. um, like the monarch butterflies, um, you know, the lemons and, you know, anything that has to the do with the city. The beauty of the mountains. Exactly. It just to beautify it. Mm -hmm. And um, we, you know, they asked me to think about a name and, and I named it El Corazón de Goleta, which is the heart of Goleta. Beautiful. And... Um, <laughs> so it, we're very, very honored, and and you know to be able to to put this together, and um, you know we're gonna have a a big, huge inauguration on Thursday, April fourth, um, from five to six p.m., and then right after that we're having the state of the city there. Um, for the, from the city of Goleta, but it's the first major art project um, for the city of Goleta, and this is from the Goleta Valley Community Center dedicated to um, our community. So nice. um, we would love to invite everybody over to yes, come check it we'll out. I'll be there. And um, thank you yes. for uh, the donation. That donation is actually going to go for our second phase mm -hmm. of our of our um, beautifying our wall, and that it will be the landscaping mm -hmm. um, for that and, and building um, the walkway. And yeah, and rebuilding yes. that walkway and stuff. So um, we're really, really grateful for the for the opportunity and and you know being able to have you guys a part of this. And uh, your name will go up on a plaque. Teen Sports Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! We love Teen Sports Radio. Yeah. So we're really excited about this. It's it's a huge, huge deal, and um, it just been it. We can't believe it. It's it's already you know there, and I put a lot of work, a lot of hard work into it. Everybody did, and a lot of thoughts and. But um, we're we're really happy that it's it's actually almost done. So beautiful. So, yeah. So thank you very much, and very all, much. And all of your efforts and love and vision 
Thank you for all that you do for the community, yes. Anthony. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank everybody, you very much. All those kids out there, and especially the artists and everybody who donated the paint. Yeah. And the volunteers. Do you have anybody else you want to give love and shouts out to because um, this is the time? Pretty much, I, I guess, just everybody that, that allowed... I'll, Bianca for living with you. <laughs> yeah, my for my wife putting up with me, Seriously, getting home Bianca, late. And, um, love to you, Bianca. You know, you know, I I know those <laughs> stairs, Bianca. Honestly, all he did is power wash last weekend. Honestly, I didn't. He didn't live a leave a finger, lift a finger. I can't even. When she stares, you know, my wife. Me. My wife's amazing. Let me tell you, she puts me in my place pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, but no, I just thank you to to um, obviously the city of Goleta for for giving us the opportunity to do this and obviously Joe Merritt and Charlie Johnson uh, which are the managers there at the Goleta Valley Community Center I love working there um, and allowing me to actually name the project and um, just being able to give this back to the community is a big deal from our center mm-hmm. and uh, for it to be the first major project it's 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 awesome we're, we're just like super excited and and thank you guys for also being a part of it and having the you know the trust in us to be able to make something beautiful for our community so thank you beautiful well yeah. you being a co-host here on team sports radio and bringing out the kids and the love and the support that again that you have done in the community and all the work that you ha- do with the kids you are a blessing and oh, thank you. you look good right now <laughs> uh wait miho that means you're my what you know, like, like, I don't my know. My bro, like my son. My, like, son. Yeah. You're my kid, right? Yeah. You look good. <laughs> just had surgery. You I'm look good. You look no. like, you're all right. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. good. I'm all actually right. good. Even right. though I cried, but it was good. Yeah, and real quick, as we go to go to break, but you yeah. just want a scholarship real fast? Oh, yeah. Don't, don't get crying right now. Because <laughs> um, yeah, you, you found out, like, when you were at the house. Yeah, yeah. so I wrote a little okay. bit of a story of um, trying to get this scholarship from the American Association for Suicidology. And um, they have a new, um, I guess it's, it's a new... Uh, what do you call it? Seminar or camp? No, it's, it's actually um, a scholarship. It's, it's called the Live to Tell um, uh, scholarship and it's and it was for people that have attempted um, to take their life and and what they've done with what they've learned and how they lived and and what we're what we're at now and um, yeah I guess there was about 40 uh, 40 others that have um, put in their story and I was chosen so um, I'm actually really excited about that I'm like super stoked about that so um, so there's so much there. that people can do when they share their story with other people mm-hmm. who are suffering, and yeah. uh, it's just so healing. Yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm really honored and blessed to be able to be a, be a part of it. So I'll be able to attend the 52nd annual, um, you know. So where are you going? I'm going to Denver, Colorado. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's pretty it's really really cool and and. Um, and then yeah. plus you were part of this the, are the community project here in town. What was that about? Um, which one? <laughs> I know the one that the magazine. The oh, um, yeah, actually the Santa Barbara project. Um, that was done by Nathaniel Gray. Uh, thank you, Nathaniel. Actually, um, I just was able to purchase uh the ebook online, and I and I saw the book and the story, and so thank you, Nathaniel, for giving us a voice and um letting us share our story and our words, uh, which is actually really nice, and um. So yeah, we got that, and I got another project that's coming up, which will be working with teens on uh, 
you know, preventing suicide and thinking about their mental health and how they can go ahead and find a way to uh, stabilize themselves and, and, and support them. So I'll be working with a, a recording artist by the name of Nomad and um, also Rose Lane Studios. So I'm really excited about this new project that we've got coming up. So uh, we'll be requesting for teens. Uh, I'm not. Nomad is. You don't bump bump on yeah, that thing? But, no. but it's, it's really good. It's All real right. good. So we'll All get right. there. We love you. Love you All right, let's take a break. It's Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. We'll be back with a lot more after these messages. I hear a song that takes me back, and I let go with so much And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Okay, if only I'd known is a mentor's moment with the teens here in the studio, as well as those listening into the show. Uh, today's segment is on learning from your mistakes. If only I'd known when I was young how to deal with my mistakes. You know, there's an old saying, a wise the unwise don't learn from their mistakes. The wise do learn from their mistakes. And the brilliant, well, they learn from other people's mistakes. <laughs> I, like, I like that old saying because it makes you think about how much of what we know or how much knowledge we have was derived from a mistake. Imagine the first bow and arrow. The inventor might have shot himself in the foot with it. Or the first gasoline <laughs> engine likely blew up right there on the test stand. But the inventors learned from their mistakes and changed their designs, or maybe they didn't call it a mistake at all. Maybe they just said, well, I learned one way not to make a bow and arrow. Now, I'm not saying it's okay to shoot yourself in the foot, literally or figuratively. Uh, what this segment is about is how you deal with it when you do. It's usually a good idea to admit when you make a mistake, sometimes you have to apologize for that mistake, but you should always learn from your mistakes and then drop them. Mm-hmm. While you have some control over your future, you can't change the past. Some people make the same mistake over and over, and they didn't learn from the first one. Other people dwell on how bad a mistake they made for years. Once you feel you've learned a lesson, Cast all self-demeaning thoughts into space. Promise you this. If you admit you made a mistake when you need to, apologize when you should, and learn from your mistakes, then let it go, you'll live a better life with more friends and less regrets. Our topic next week is people will treat you, well, just about as good as you treat them. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I, one of my favorite mistakes that I had to apologize for with raising my kids <laughs> is the time when I said yes to something and I didn't really listen to what the question was. Mm-hmm. And the next morning, it was Sunday morning, I heard a big boom. And what I had said yes to was uh, computers were just out. It was my oldest son. And he had made a 
uh, potato launcher back behind the barn, <laughs> and the big boom was it worked, and he had launched a lemon. <laughs> That's great. So it put me on guard not to just randomly say yes. You really have to listen to what people's questions are. Yeah, that can be a mistake. I think I think the other really important piece. Thank you for sharing that, Ed. I think the other really important piece about that is to give ourselves give ourselves permission to make those mistakes so take the risks because there are a lot of people that are living on the sidelines of their life unlike these gals who came in and did this today right to be courageous to go forth and be willing to do that because we're a spectator society and a lot of people watch they want to watch because they know they're going to fail but the thing is if you're willing to take the risk you are going to grow fear of failure definitely holds a lot of people back Mm -hmm. yeah and making making mistakes is not the worst thing. It's if you learn from them and then don't dwell on them. That's my part in this is I dwelled on my mistake. I still do. I dwell on things that happened at San Marcos High School 50 years ago. <laughs> and yeah. I need to let those things go. Because if we're not I making mistakes, we're past. not living. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. Fantastic. No, there's nothing wrong with your car or... Uh, any of radio. your radio or utilities or anything that you've got going on right now? You're hearing sounds. You're hearing some big sounds. We've got some really big bowls, singing bowls, sound bowls. Emily, what are they call Singing bowls, right? Singing bowls, yes. Singing bowls. Yes, we have a, a couple of different kinds in here, actually. We have the, the quartz crystal ones, yes. And Terry Conrad, put your hands together. She was so beautiful. I don't know how you carried these things in. I thought there was food in one of these because I'm, I'm famished. I didn't have any breakfast. Um, The big one had that it actually came from Sedona, Arizona. I brought it home in my car, had a little Mustang, and we had a wonderful time. Uh, (laughs) Sedona was really hard for me. It was hard, but we were. Uh, hey, when you've got that singing bowl, nothing's no, I know. hard. I, I, it it would be, elevates you. Yeah. So I'd have to put that over my head when I went through Sedona. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Dominique. I had to be by myself. Too much energy. Yeah, way too much. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it, it hermited me. Singing bowls. Yeah, it hermited me. It was yeah, exactly. so bizarre. I go, Dominique. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. All right, let's talk about it. All right. Well, sound is, according to some in the Hindu tradition, it was the the beginning of all creation. And so these particular bowls, we have a couple. This is a Tibetan bowl. Some of these come from Tibet, all the way dated back to the Buddha, yes. And and then the quartz crystal ones are, do you know the history of those ones? The one that I brought back from Sedona, it was actually used in the old computers, the very beginning computers that used to take up a whole block of space that now fits in our uh, telephone. So when they no longer needed all that space, they took some of these quartz bowls and made them into, or they took the quartz and made them into singing bowls. They now make all sorts of singing bowls, and they're usually tuned to a certain 
tone or pitch. Yeah, it's interesting. Some people who study the frequencies and sound, and you may know something about this, instruments uh, in other decades, uh, other periods of history have been tuned to a lower frequency Mm -hmm. than what instruments are currently tuned at now. Mm -hmm. So the frequency we're tuned at now, some people suggest makes us ever so slightly irritated. So so if you sense a difference when you listen to some of the classical music there with the instruments tuned at to a different mm-hmm. megahertz, mm-hmm. Um, there is a difference that's happening inside of our body. And mm-hmm. supposedly, my guitar teacher years ago said that the universe itself is vibrating at a B-flat tone. So have you, have you yeah, heard that? Yeah, so they're, they're catching that from like NASA and um, different people that just put a, micros, uh, a microphone out and just listen to sounds, and there's an overwhelming sound. So some people say uh, the sound of nature is F, mm-hmm. and some people say that they can hear a lot of uh, B-flat resonance as well. Yeah. Nice. And that our organs itself, our organs are vibrating as well. So these these uh, to, uh, these bowls are connecting to our different energetic systems. And so, and Terry, you were talking about that there, we have two of them here, one that connects to the solar plexus, the center of our being. And, exactly. Yeah. And the other one, the lighter one, uh, connects to our throat chakra. Nice. Yeah, and there are colors and there are sounds that you can tone with that connect with that as well. Really fun stuff. Yeah. Yay. All right, Santa Barbara, we're almost done, but please check out Westmont College. Uh, We got the third Friday or Thursday? Friday. The third Friday of the month. And then we have the museum. That All these things are free, so take advantage of it. And put your hands together right now because we've got a new co-host in the house, Nikki Polito. We're looking forward to all the girls and guys that she brings out from San Marcos Royals who's just really kicking it nowadays. Okay, now, everyone, let's hold an intention together for world peace. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Okay, it's flu season, you know. Um, my clients are getting sick, sick, sick. And, I'm, you know, I'm getting this um, uh, question. I don't know about you, Dr. D, but I'm getting this question. Have you had your flu shot? Have you had your flu shot? And I, my, even my dad's like, oh, did you get your flu shot? Because I had a little sniffle about a week ago. And I just I just fought right through it. And I love it when Dr. Dale comes out because every year we always touch on this little flu shot thing. And again, hey, so when, take, when you say you fought right through it, that yeah. means you took a day off, mm-hmm. you went to sleep, right. you got a lot of fluids, right. you ate good foods, you had soup. Thank you, Dominique. <laughs> no, she made me chicken soup. No, it makes a difference. Chicken. I mean, a lot of people, they'll get sick uh. and they'll take other things mm-hmm. and just keep on working. Now, I know this is a touchy subject, so I always have to do, you know, preface it by, hey, if you do the flu shot, it's all good. And, hey, not to because I bring a doctor. 
Okay, not because I have I got my shield maiden here, Dr. Dale Figtree. I'm no dummy. The queen of teen has well, to bring in a shield. We are an educational show. This is a community show. And I've got my producer right here that can fix me if I say anything incorrect. But I bring in my shield maiden, Dr. Dale Figtree. Let's put your hands together. Dr. Dale. Okay. You're an icon in the city. What do you feel I just, about this? I just want to mention I'm a nutritional doctor. Exactly. Nutritional yeah. doctor. That's okay. good. Okay. Well, first of all. That's a healer. Let me just say okay. that okay. that most illnesses that are what's called acute illnesses, and the flu is an acute illness. It's not like a long term. It's like you catch it and you get over it. So we're talking about flus. We're talking about colds. We're talking about, you know, just those are the basic thing, you know, sometimes uh goes into the bronchial tubes, bronchitis, things like that. In some sense, when you look at all the symptoms, they're just cleaning out symptoms. They're symptoms where the body gets rid of mucus, the body raises its temperature and burns things off. And sweats. There's resting where the body's energy is pulled inside to do this work. I mean, this... These things are actually called remedial. It means they are the body working to cleanse itself, to clear itself. And they're actually very, very important. Those germs enable the body to have an extra power that it normally doesn't have to really clear something that might be deeply lodged. For an example, after the fires here, there were many more people catching colds than normally do for the next few months. And I recognized that these colds were an absolute gift to them because it was just clearing the debris that they were breathing in instead of it just sitting, becoming toxic, and potentially doing much more harm, maybe ultimately turning into cancer, for example, okay, or turning into asthma or turning into pneumonia or things like that. So I see the flu in the same category. I think that it's ultimately, I mean, nobody wants to get the flu but when you get it it's actually a gift of your body clearing out and to see it as that not fight it instead of taking medicines that stop the symptoms that suppress the symptoms it's like you're going against what the gifting is the thing is to rest and allow the symptoms to express themselves now if somebody is elderly and they're very frail if somebody has a disease and you know they're ultra sensitive for those people intervention is important i'm not going blank across the board but for most people the flu is actually a yearly house cleaning and let me ask you this do and is anyone here do you know anyone that ever died of the flu no Okay. I've heard, though. I'm asking if you've known. No, no. Okay. So we're five people here. Not one of us has ever known anyone die of the flu. Mm -mm. Part of it is because we live in a country where we have good food. We Mm -hmm. have good housing. When you go to other countries where people are living in more squalid conditions, they're much more vulnerable. Mm -hmm. But in this country, it's like, I don't know anyone that's died of the flu, but I'll Mm -hmm. tell you something. Mm -hmm. I know several people that have been sick after getting a flu shot, and one person almost died. Yes, I I do. I know someone who got sick. Okay, so that's an interesting thing to look at. The second thing that's important to look at is if you get a shot that engages your your antibodies they have to put something in that shot to really kick start that process and guess what they put in toxic metals like mercury mm. and other things like that mm. i mean there's a whole thing about vaccines mm. 
about how children, mm-hmm. autistic children, the rate of autism is so much higher mm-hmm. in children that have vaccines, especially closely after they get it. Right. Symptoms start when, to show up. Right. So, okay, then there's that. Then there's the third thing, which is that, I don't know if I'm the only one that hears it, but most years they say, well, this isn't exactly the flu that's going around, but, you that's know. That's correct. I mean, think about it. How can you prepare a flu, yeah. uh, a flu vaccine for this year's germ? Yeah. You can't produce it, it fast exactly. enough, so you're really yeah. producing a flu vaccine yeah. for last year's germs. And then they say at best maybe 30%. Some years it's 20%, maybe it's 10% that are covered. So, you know, if this was something that was debated honestly with no pressure from people that benefit financially. I think that this could be a very interesting conversation that wisdom ultimately denotes that if you're a fairly healthy person and you get the flu to just go to bed, to just take care care of yourself and not give yourself a, a, you know, going for a flu vaccine that makes your body more toxic and may not even protect you from flu in the first place. Right. And I mean, people are forgetting the healthy things of wash your hands. If you're in a place where you have a lot of people Mm -hmm. who you don't know and some people have flu symptoms, come home, change your clothes, take a shower, do the things that are cleansing that will help prevent you from getting sick, including don't touch your face. Mm-hmm. Right. And one other thing I have to tell you, two years ago or three years ago, when there was a, some kind of a threat of like a very intense flu, what they say, killer flus. Again, I mean, for the amount of decades that I've been on this earth, I'm sorry, but I've never met one person that ever died from a flu. I'm sure there are. Of course there are. Right. But I haven't met it. There are five people in this room. Mm-hmm. We haven't met it. So, I mean, really? Mm-hmm. Or, you know. So you're saying ask questions and get an education. Mm-hmm. Ask questions and get an education. Absolutely. That's really the bottom line. I liked what you said, I, though, when you followed up with, do you know of anybody that's gotten sick from getting a flu shot? Yes. Yes, I have. Yeah. Exactly. Many people. So yeah. we know of people that got yeah. sick from the flu shot, right. but no one that ever died from the flu. Yes. Okay. Right. What I was going to suggest is I saw a newspaper article saying, okay, there was a threat of a very bad flu coming, and they said that usually germs hibernate for like 12 to 24 hours, first in the sinuses and throat before they go into the body. Mm-hmm. And if you're ever around people that you feel might be um, carrying germs or coughing or whatever, um, there's something called a neti pot, and you can also buy a spray of saline water. Mm-hmm. And if you just clean your sinuses out after you've been around those people. With, with a mild salt solution. With a mild salt solution, mm-hmm. which is half a teaspoon of salt to one cup of water, right. uh, body temperature water. Usually that will keep things um, relatively cleared. You can so. even wash your hands with the salt water. Salt is yeah, very salt purifying. Salt is very purifying, yeah. What's the age of getting a flu shot? Is it 21, 18? Does anybody know? I don't know, but I'll tell you one really sad thing is when sometimes when I go for a blood draw or um, sometimes I visit someone in the hospital, I see these technicians and these nurses wearing these masks. And I said to them several times, are you sick? And they said, no, I'm not sick. It's just that I don't want a flu shot. And the laws are stipulating that if I work here, I have to wear a mask. And this is just part of the kind of craziness of... You know, to me, it's really big business trying to control the mm. over-application of science that has not been thoroughly examined. I think that that would be the wisest way to do it. Yeah, to say it. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. that that's that's my two cents. That's a more. That's that's a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really yeah. hard these days to differentiate between real science 
real scientific facts and an opinion that someone is pushing because they're making money from it. Right. So it, it doesn't don't it, it, don't people realize that we figured that out or they don't maybe they think we're like mind washed I don't know what? well I, I mean a lot of the the way that the articles are written they look like they're coming from a medical journal or you're getting an article from a medical journal but you don't realize that it was financed by someone who had an opinion about the outcome yeah. and then where do you hear this when you go into something like CVS pharmacy not only do they offer free flu shots but you get a discount of other things you buy if you get the flu shot. The free flu it's like, shot. what is this that about? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, man, you know, it's yeah. just um, strange times that I, I, I'm imagining wisdom will... Well, it's, it's like we point. all know that that's the rub, right? I mean, so those discounts, those rebates are what's paying for the flu shots. So everybody's in. It's just like oh, the rebates. They're yeah, because then they buy more, more stuff. stuff. Exactly. See, so yeah, it's just like yeah. when you know, on, on manufacturing companies, mm-hmm. the manufacturing companies actually make the monies on the rebates. So. Yeah, it's it's, it's just, a bizarre system. We need to yeah. trans, transform our health system so that, well, it, and in a good way, the mm-hmm. health and wellness industry is increasing mm-hmm. rather than our economy. A- absolutely. But, you know, with the flu shots, again, you're looking at measles, you're looking at mumps. I mean, with measles... People that don't get the measles are much more prone to getting shingles and things like that in later life. I mean, it's been shown for years. I mean, I knew this, you know, as a teenager, that these things have some kind of a positive effect on strengthening uh, the immune system. They serve. Mm. But, you know, nowadays it's like... um, the the people that make money want you to look at it from the exact opposite, like be scared of it, get this protection, and um, don't ask questions. So yeah. we need to ask questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you believe in flu shots? It doesn't matter. I mean, yes. Um, I don't get a flu shot. My daughters do, mm-hmm. but I do believe in immunized. All my my children were had all the vaccines mm-hmm. and were immunized. So some of the interesting thing about immunization, they're researching whether giving it a shot in the arm versus taking it orally. And there's new science coming out that when a vaccine is taken orally, you're participating with the body's information systems analysis, and you're participating with um, the different parts of the immune system, um, I want to say our, um, our glands in our throat, our tonsils. They get that information in from taking an oral vaccine, so it may actually be an okay way to help support. Much wiser way. I mean, the whole idea of immunizations, I mean, they can serve, but not to do 20 at a time Mm -hmm. and see these bad effects that do happen on a certain percentage of kids. There are wiser ways to use them, and there's certainly wiser ways to introduce them to the body, and we're just beginning to learn more about that. Well, it's important for our kids. I mean, our teens, our athletes, our future. I mean, it's all, it's really important discovery. And, And these kids, this generation, they know they understand i mean they research i mean they're very There's they're so a lot smarter yeah. about how our and dna works they get it triggering it you know so yeah. i'm not i'm really not uh, they're very well informed we have Listen, confidence i'm very i'm very uh, i feel really good about this generation i just want to hold space again for individuals to choose and i want to teach that to our next generation as information develops i would just like to close the show um, Dr. D, let's do this. Out of all of the closes, out of all of, jo- we'll do KZSB, okay? Out of all of the sports highlights, because 
KCSB held space for Friday night football. We did the Westmont, we do the Foresters, uh, we do the football, we do it all. But there was one announcement that John Martney made over the last 14 years that I absolutely got goosebumps. And I think you know where I'm going with this. So let's close the show with that. Looking forward to another 14 years, looking forward to some supporting the community. Um, God bless everybody. Thank you for this opportunity. Peace out. Three seconds, two seconds, one second. That's it. Shasta doesn't get the playoff. The Bishop Diego Cardinals for the first time in Santa Barbara County history and in Bishop Diego High School history, throwing their helmets up in the air as the fantasy of a CIF championship is now reality. Bishop Diego is the CIF State Division Three AA champion. I'm unstoppable. I'm a buzzer with no brakes. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single.